You don't have to know a lot of things in order to make a huge difference for the Lord in the world. But you do need to know a few things that are great and be willing to live for them and die for them. Will I let Jesus prove to me that he's truly my strength? To let him prove inside of me that through him I can do all things. The True Strength Life Podcast with Aaron Simpkins. Check out TrueStrengthApparel.com for clothing you'll love with a message you can trust. That's TrueStrengthApparel.com. What's up, guys? Aaron here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And if, uh, if you missed the intro to the uh, abortion, uh, the first abortion episode from uh, number 99, um, please go back and see that, and that'll better explain what the goal is of, of these shows, but this is a four-part series, so this is part two. Again, if you want to get an idea of, of kind of how we're dealing with this, what we're covering, what our goal is, go see the intro in the last episode, part one, um, number 99, and thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys get something from this um, and just generally learn more and, and be challenged. Uh, and, and again, like I think I said like in the last episode, Take this to God yourself. Take this to God yourself. Talk to him about it. See what he see see what you come back with. Thanks, guys. All right, moving on to number three. Uh, we've got the scientific discussion, uh, scientific argument. Um, of course, the pro-choice side, the pro-abortion side of the discussion will believe that they're using science to affirm their position. Of course, pro-lifers feel that science supports their position. Um, trust the science, bro. You got to trust the science. And we don't even agree on what science is. And actually, that's a good point because I'll even start with like, what is science? Um, I mean, everybody who went to school knows that science is based off the scientific method, um, which allows you to either repeat and observe a an experiment, if you will. Um, that's what it is. It's repeatable and observable. Um that's what science is, but science has become something that's completely not that. So that's a, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but anyway, uh, the scientific argument, uh, at least those pro-life response is that, um, just a simple response to this, uh, that was comment that was given to us is all fertilized eggs will become tiny humans if allowed to grow naturally. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, it's pretty, pretty simple. Um, Aaron, you got anything on the science there? Science response. Well, I think it kind of goes back to, um, what, what is happening in an abortion? What is happening? What is happening is, uh, something is, I'm, I'm kind of using their language. Something is being, uh, killed and removed. Um, something is being ended and removed. 
So what is that something? So we have to go back to, you know, obviously we believe, we believe it's a human. We believe it's a person um, from a pro-life standpoint. But just science, just science, what does science say at the point of conception, what, what immediately happens? A whole new set of DNA. What is DNA? DNA is the is the 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 book or the the code the spelling code. out the spelling out of a human of an individual, and so if there's a whole nother set of DNA at the point of conception inside of a of a woman, then that's not her. Yeah, that's that is something else that is somebody else because this DNA is only human. This, uh, this process only brings about a human period there. Like this isn't, um, this is one of those things where, where, uh, I, I just, I just believe you have to be so delusional. (laughs) So, so, or even so ignorant, even though I don't really believe people are that ignorant nowadays, but uh, some are, um, but so delusional to, to just not believe this, to just, to just think like, no, it's not a human. Then what is it? Yeah. Like I have, I have to ask you that. Then what is it? Um, and, and then that goes into, uh, part of what we're doing here is we want to bring up throughout the episode, a common language that you'll hear from, from pro-choicers and, uh, pro abortioners, abortionists, abortion people. Yeah. Um, abortion, common language. And, and, you know, I, I've already seen this in like the past week, we both have, uh, through online, um, interactions. Uh, I've heard this to my face from a family member, um, where they, they might say something like, it's just a clump of cells, uh, or it's just a parasite. Well, I've never known of a clump of cells or a parasite to grow into a human all of a sudden. And then if and then if you do go that route, okay, fine, I'll grant you, I'll grant you it's a clump of cells at, at whatever point you're deeming as a subjective answer to this. Uh, at what point does it become a human? Um, so they give you an answer. Everybody, everybody's going to give you an answer. E- people will either respond with, "Hmm, I never thought of it like that," or They'll, they'll give you some random answer, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, uh, 20 weeks, uh, 15 weeks. They'll get just just give you an arbitrary answer. And then you have to ask a question like, OK, so if they say if they say 20 weeks. So what happens at 19 and a half weeks? Is it just a clump of cells still like what? Right. What? What is it? What is it? What is it? What what is what is it that a pregnant woman has? Yeah, it's never been anything but a human. Yep. Let me let me go through some of the stats uh, or or the science, <laughs> uh, the true science. So, and I'm being generous here because I believe a lot of these things happen far before ten weeks. But I'm gonna start at ten weeks. At ten weeks, this baby, this child, this human, uh, has ten toes, ten fingers, has its own blood type, has a heartbeat. Mind you, not just a heartbeat, but every single organ that a human has is present and developed. It feels pain. Again, this is all at 10 weeks. Um, 
At 18 weeks, it can suck its thumb, it can clap, and can smile. Uh, and it's viable at 20, 28 weeks, it's viable outside of the womb. Mind you, there's a lot of people advocating for abortion, not only all the way up to birth, but even people saying after birth. That, but those are the extremists, I understand, those are minority, um, but they're loud. Just, just saying. There's actually, there's been babies that have survived uh, 23 or 24 weeks. Yes. Yeah. 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 They And the same uh, source that I got this from said there's been babies at 22 weeks. So yeah. Um, and DNA, as Aaron just said, is at conception. DNA is determined at conception. Um, and you asked the question, like, what is it? Right. Like, and I mean, that, that's, that right there confirms what it is. Right. Like, it's not, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, it's not you know, 10 fingers, 10 toes at that point, right? Eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever it is. Like at that point, we know like it's not a monkey. It's not a gorilla. It's not a, it's not a horse because it doesn't have hooves. It's got 10 fingers, 10 toes. What is it? Like, stop. It's not a fetus. There's Horses don't have 10 fingers, 10 toes. Like that's already something that distinguishes, distinguishes it from other mammals. Like, you know, I'm seeing people calling, you know, <clears throat> oh, it's a, they're, they're mammals or, you know, coming from mammals and therefore it's just a, fetal i don't know what they would call it honestly but just a clump of cells from a mammal i don't know um and honestly the 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 point you made too about the subjectivity and it being arbitrary of like this kind of slippery slope of like nobody knows where that line is on on that side of the argument it's because it's not science it's because there's no science to give them an actual well that's not true there, there's no science on their side of the argument that supports their argument that says, oh, it's six weeks or it's eight weeks or it's 10 weeks or it's third trimester or whatever the case they want to, you know, move around with that slippery slope argument because the science actually says it's at conception. Mm-hmm. But they, but if they, if they trust the science, <laughs> you know, then it, it dismantles their whole argument. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the reality. That's the science that, you know, um, that's what's happening. And, and- um the so so within this argument too is the uh this is probably the most common thing you'll hear is my body my choice yeah and this is also this is also science um a pregnant woman (laughs) i i i posted this uh to somebody um the other day on uh online um you know because they were pro-choicer and uh and i love this person by the way if, if they are happen to listen to this um but <clears throat> pro-choicer posted something honestly stupid and uh so i just said when my wife was pregnant with my son um did she have a penis <laughs> and i know that's i know that sounds weird i know it's like bro why'd you go there <laughs> yeah. but it's like but it it it, it puts it in your face the the exact scenario you just brought up with you know with the ten toes ten fingers that whole thing yeah. does the woman have twenty toes twenty fingers if it's a boy does a does the woman that does a pregnant woman have a penis does the pregnant woman have testicles does the pregnant woman have you know four arms now four legs two brains yeah. no no because you know why because it's another human being. Right. It's another body. Yes, that body is being uh, is is being survived by by the the women's but the woman's body, right? Um, which the woman is created to do, which is absolutely mind blowingly amazing. Um, 
but that's a different a, a different discussion than just saying it, it it's just just as it it's a different discussion than saying it's just as simple as my body my choice because right. it's not your body period it's just not it's it's a whole nother body it's a whole nother being we uh again what happens in an abortion what is happening at at certain at certain points they have to i'm you know I don't know if you have kids around, this is going to get a little gross. Well, I guess I already said some things, but uh, in, you can go and look these things up and we give references at the end. They, you know, they'll give you stuff like this, but when a baby is developed enough and, and they, they do an abortion second, third trimester as part of that abortion in the act of doing the abortion, they have to literally go, go in and yank apart the baby piece by piece pull all of the parts out, lay them onto a tray and make, and count out the pieces to yeah. make sure that they got the whole body right. of this other body. Right. Because it's a, it's another human. So to know that you got a whole nother human out, out of the body, out of the woman, you have to count up what you pulled out to make sure you got the whole thing. Well, what did you just count up? Right. What is it? <laughs> like so so this this goes into now that you know some of the philosophical and stuff like that like if we're so it's undeniable to human Qu honestly like if you deny that you're just delusional and you're not paying attention mm -hmm. um or you're paying attention and you're just evil uh it now it's human now that brings you to you're okay with killing this innocent human well anybody a anybody's gonna tell you like no, I'm not okay with just killing an innocent human being. Well, then you can't be okay with abortion. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. quite it's it's literally quite that simple. Yeah. Yeah, that actually brings up a good point and I'll jump to that uh real quickly. Um and it's more of a, a psychological um argument um that was brought up by a friend of ours. Um and to your point you just said, you know, uh you to to stand firmly on that side of the argument, the pro-choice, pro-abortion side of the argument, you do have to disassociate um, what from what you know deep down it is. Um, the comment here was, was this, uh, frankly, anyone who disassociates fertilized human eggs from tiny humans is immune to all of these arguments. Uh, and they have, they have to dis disassociate, excuse me, otherwise that makes them either murderers or accomplices to murder. And that's a horribly traumatic reality. Um, yep. So you guys can look up dissociative uh, disorder. Um, and, and honestly, it just it fits the mold here in this situation. Again, I don't think anything of what Aaron and I are saying is, is to be harsh, but it's to be honest about what's real, what's true, um, be objective as much as best we can. Um, of course, yes, we're believers. We've made that clear on this, this podcast. Um, but we believe we're talking about objective truth. Um, not just in a spiritual sense, uh, but but in just literally objective truth goes even beyond that. Um, so there's that. Uh, also, I just want to end this kind of science argument with, um, uh, you know, the idea that you talk about, you know, abortion is healthcare. That's what you hear from the, from the from the left or from the pro pro choice um, side of this this debate. And quite frankly, it's just not healthcare. Um, you know, it's <laughs> healthcare serves people. This is not serving anybody. This is murdering babies. Um, this is this is like you like Aaron just laid out is, and I would actually encourage people to 
actually look up what an abortion looks like. Look up the babies and the body parts that are being pulled out, laid on these tables. Um, I would even point you to, and I'm a little early with the resource, but I'd point you to look up the progressive anti-abortion uprising. They are a atheist, um, most, well, it's a, uh, what it, it's a secular organization. Um, I'm sure there's some, I think there's some Catholics involved, um, but they are a progressive liberal left-wing uh, organization um, that literally just looked at the science, looked at what was actually being, what was happening, look at the pictures, look at actually handle, they have, I guess, doctors and nurses or whoever, they're handling some of these actual babies, taking pictures. Now on Instagram, you guys can actually go look this up and you can see what what's actually happening. And I honestly don't think that you can, you can sit here and continue to be okay with what's happening, the way it's happening. Um, with, when you look at, take, take a look at those pictures. So I just, uh, you know, I, I just want to push back on I mean, this it, idea that abortion is healthcare. Even before that, you get to picking out parts. Uh, if they're smaller than that first trimester, um, they're just, they're poisoning them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I mean, we don't, I don't know how deep we get into this part, but, um, part of that too is like, this is not, abortion is not healthy for a woman either. Right. So, you know, so, so it's just not that that's not healthcare either. Um, it, because it's, because it's going against, I'll put it this way. Cause this is, this is what it is at the end of the day. It's going against God's natural order for things. You know, you're not supposed, you're not supposed to kill the baby that's inside of you. So when you do, it's 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 horribly traumatic and and physically horrible for the baby, obviously, because you're killing it. Um, and it's horribly traumatic physically and mentally. We'll get into that more too later. But hor- physically and mentally for the woman, and will be for the rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the pro-choice side of things don't believe that. Um, I don't. They don't know believe either. that. They don't believe that because because they they just well they don't want to yeah um and callousness you know stuff it down stuff it deep stuff it deep down stuff it deep down stuff it deep down push it away push it away yeah that's fair and that's it you know you you become you you live that life and become numb to it you become numb to it um but it catches up to you yeah all right. Well, that's the science argument. Uh, that's the science part of that discussion. Uh, moving on, um, there's the whole sex part of this conversation, right? Like, obviously, we know sex has to happen to get to. Oh, that was part a, of this. A baby. Um, that is part of the process. <laughs> um, and so, the argument on on the left side of this argument of, the, of this debate um, is that it's unfair to say that people should be more responsible sexually. Um, and so the comment from the pro-life side of this argument from a listener, um, is this, it says it ultimately comes down to people value having sex. I'm saying that again, it ultimately comes down to people, uh, people value sex over the life of a child. Uh, it was said to me that consent to intimacy does not equate with consent to parenthood. And I want to follow this up with another, uh, comment that was also sent in that kind of goes along, you know, along this path. Uh, people don't see sex as the choice because they believe it should be their right. But sex is the choice. You know, going into it, going into it, 
that there is a chance. Your choice isn't being taken away by not allowing an abortion. The choice was made in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is we live in a world where we don't want any consequences. I, the pro-choice individual, want to always be able to change things if I decide I want to. Yep. Taking away, I mean, this is, I mean, a lot of this is like general societal, cultural uh, statements, but like generally responsibility, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. no, nobody wants, everybody wants as little responsibility as possible. Um, yeah. And everybody, if it's, if and this, this, what I'm about to say, this is, this is the kind of the root of all this, but like, if it goes against me, meaning me, what I want for my life at this moment, if it goes against that and what I've thought out as my plan for my life, then it has to just go away. It has to disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you see, you see, uh, you see these uh, Hollywood actresses, you know, going nuts on platforms, you know, at, at pro-abortion rallies and saying, you know, I wouldn't be who I am now which is what them saying that there's something great or something like that. I wouldn't be who I am now if, if I wasn't allowed to have my two abortions, you know, when I was, you know, under the age of 20. Mm, right. Like, like literally that's what, that's some, some of your favorite actresses that you watch in movies and TV shows, people like that's what they actually stand for. And that's what they believe. And, you know, the whole shout your abortion thing has been promoted on, you know, the view and been promoted on uh, all bu- a whole bunch of mainstream uh, television and stuff like that, you know, shout your abortion because they're it's when you have such a hard time uh, when it gets harder and harder for you to push away and push away your, your sin, you have to try and you have to try harder and try louder uh, and try bigger, uh, bigger ways to push it away. So we've gone. So the left has gone from, you know, safe, legal, and rare to now shout your abortion. Yeah, yeah, it's a big swing. Um, I don't know if we touched on this. I might be going out of order now, but uh, this the whole like safe, legal, and rare thing because I know there are some people, some some people on the left that still push for that and pro choices that say that, like you know, we don't want more. We just want the ability for it to be safe, legal, and hopefully rare. Well, it's like, why rare though? Like again, right. what Slippy is happening? Slope. What is happening in an abortion that that yeah. you think it should be rare? Right. Why? If yeah. it's just a clump of cells, if it's just a parasite, uh, and and it really doesn't matter, and it's my body, my choice, then why? There's there's a there's a um, there's a moral you know conflictions. There's moral conflictions happening inside of you in any person that says that. Yeah. Um, cause they, they know that it's wrong. They know that that is not what they should be doing. Um, you know, we can find that, uh, we can find that in Romans one, you know, it's, it, it's all that the law is written on all of our hearts as people. Yeah. yeah we know it deep down. Yeah. I think, you know, even going back to this, the idea of this, of, of sex and, and it, I guess it's, it's become super taboo for, you know, um, conservative people, even people that aren't necessarily believers, but conservative people, there are you know, non-faith people, people not of faith that just say like, I don't believe it's wise for me to have sex until I'm married or until I'm in a serious relationship or whatever. Like that type of conservatism has just become super taboo when talking about sex. 
Um, and to your point, it's become my body, my choice, can do whatever I want. And of course, with that, I don't want any consequences as well. And, and maybe I'm going down too much of a biblical path here, and I don't think that's possible. But what I don't think is understood from those outside of the faith or those particularly on the pro-choice side of the argument in regard to this idea of sex is that, you know, God, we don't believe as Christians that God just gives us laws or commandments just because he wants to like be a party pooper, but like things just naturally make sense. Like there's laws about, you know, the nation of Israel, you know, back in history, the Bible, um, wash your hands before you eat. Like that wasn't just like, you know, oh, if you don't wash your hands, you're, you're unholy. Like it was just common sense. Like with, with the, with, with the, you know, type of things that were touching throughout the day and then having to eat, like, it was just common sense. Like, okay, here's, here's, you should probably wash your hands before you eat. Hence, we still do that today. And science tells us we should do that today for obvious reasons. Like this idea of like body bodily autonomy that we want to have, like even down to a spiritual level, it is not good for us. Like we should not be completely autonomous and authoritative over ourselves because what we know as Christians is that, I mean, my body all at once is sin and it wants destruction and it wants death. Like these are the things that it wants. And these are the things that are, that's what abortion is going down that path. And there's so many other things. Um, and even sex outside of its, its intended context is going out. Like it's just our body, our choice does not end up well. It does not end up well. Um, and we have to submit ourselves to some moral standard, some objective moral standard. And I believe it shouldn't be taboo to say we need to have sex responsibly. Like, it's just we need to have sex responsibly. Like, and it's ridiculous to me, too, going back to the science argument just for a split second. When when you have sex and, and, and obviously everybody and their mom knows this, when you have sex, you have the potential for a child, a, a living human being. Yeah. Now, they talk about reproductive health. What are you reproducing? <laughs> we talked about this already. You know what I mean? Like, what are you repro reproducing what? You don't reproduce plants because we're not plants. We don't reproduce horses because we're not horses. We reproduce humans. Like, it's in the language. And there's just no way to, around it. That's why they have to use so much ambiguous language and just, like, stuff that just language no one's ever heard of before um, to really, again, disassociate, as we talked about earlier. Um, because quite frankly, the science doesn't support the argument. The logic doesn't support the argument. And, and, and even here with, with this sex really just being an idol for our culture, sex has become a God in our culture and it's worshiped in our culture so much so that, that this is where we are is that that can't be touched. Like if you say, don't have sex, till marriage, if you say, you know, be responsible with having sex, then you're a bigot, you're, you're taboo, you're, you're out of touch, you know, you're too traditional. It, it's just it misses on the logic. It really does. It misses on the logic. Frank, <clears throat> Frank Turek always says, uh, he always says that, that for the past couple decades, the fastest growing, most widespread religion in America is the religion of sex. Yeah. And it's because all of the most, all of the biggest moral downfalls, um, you know, in America and Western society, even just people in general in history, uh, typically in some way revolve around sex. I mean, you can go even, even go right. into the Bible, like King David, you know, look at Samson, look at Solomon. You know, I, I heard somebody say, uh, it, this is a very, you know, popular thing. I'm not the only one that's heard it, but, um, somebody said, uh, 
somebody said, I think it was, I might have heard it from uh, Pastor Doug Wilson, maybe, on YouTube, um, where he said somebody was being questioned about, you know, well, like, why are you, uh, why are you so, it was talk. the the interview was happening between a, a married man, like a married man was being interviewed and, and being questioned on like, you know, why are you so strict about not being, about not being with a, you know, with a woman that's not your wife uh, alone, uh, things like that. And his response was the strongest man, the wisest man, and the only man ever to be named man after God's own heart. Uh, the strongest man ever, the wisest man ever, and the only man ever to be named after God, uh, a man after God's own heart, all failed because of sex. Yeah. Their downfall was sex. And he's like, yep. I know I'm not stronger than Samson. I know I'm not wiser than Solomon. And I yep. definitely am not a man after God's own heart like David. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. Get involved practically in the fight against abortion by supporting and donating preborn.org. So many of us talk about hating abortion, but how many of us actually do something about it, fighting it, even if it's just donating your money? Donating and even getting involved with preborn.org is a very easy, very practical way to get in the fight for the most innocent among us. Not only does your support provide ultrasounds and counseling, it also provides maternity clothes, baby clothes, diapers, and formula. More importantly, your sponsorship gives a young mother an opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help fight for that life in the womb that has no voice, and help fight to give hope to that mom and family on the outside of the womb. $28 pays for one ultrasound, where it is found that 80% of moms will choose life if they have seen an ultrasound of their baby. Support at preborn.org.